Well, hold hold up. That that was what the, I, fuck, I, what the fuck was that? That's the best I could do. I was looking what all over. I'm looking all that? over. I'm what looking all the over the goddamn net. Thank, thank you for turning it up and deafening me. Well, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm. There's only so much I can. I'm walking out of this fucking thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking sorry. Fans. <laughs> we want a trailer for the intro, like something that kind of shows you off the game. You choose to review crappy games. <laughs> you get crappy trailers. It's as simple as that. We <laughs> have not Seriously. proved that this is crappy how, yet. How, how, Based on the trailers, I'm yes. gonna say it's a crappy game. How long yet. did it take you to find that one? About an hour and a half. Yeah, because you, you usually just, you put a lot of effort into finding stuff. Look, 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 look let me just show you this. This is another trailer you could have gone with. Can you tell me if there's any difference, all right? Here's the other trailer you could have gone with. Now I'm bored already. <laughs> I guess at least that one has big monsters. Yeah, but it's still just an in-game play trailer. There's no storyline, there's no dialogue, there's I, no... I think you've summed that up, but we'll come back to that later <laughs> in the show. Hi guys, welcome to uh, to Platforms, episode 33. Um, We're a third of a century deep! Deep. Deep. <laughs> we, um, we, of course, are a games podcast. If you haven't been in the uh, chat room before, or you haven't been to the live show, we kick off at... Uh, 8pm-ish yes. on Monday nights. We're doing quite well for time. We've basically adapted it to about 8.10, 8.15. Or 8.25. We've been running for at least four minutes now, and according to my computer, it's 8.22, which means it was 8.18 when we kicked it. Oh, all right. Does it really I'm leaving. Matter? Ish. No, because I'm waiting for some fuck in the chat room to be there. You get some, you know, uh, who shouldn't be named like Popshot, who probably got in there. It's 8.18 when you started. <laughs> All right, well, look, anyway, uh, welcome to the show, guys. Who are we? Uh, we are, uh, I am Josh Philpot. Um, I am one of your hosts, and on the other side of the table, making a lot of noise. We are Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Dave, uh, you are, who are you? Why, why do we care? I am awesome. You should care because I told you so. And, and you like to put your hand over your I do. mouth. While you're I do. I am a games a journalist and a, a pornography journalist. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Awesome. On the other side of the tape, well, uh, table. I'm table. leaving. Table. <laughs> You're not leaving. You love it. Um, there's uh, David McVeigh, who, of course, has Hi. been struggling to find what is apparently impossible to find. <laughs> there is, is a good of, There is lots of video available on Lost Planet 2, but it's all shit. All right? <laughs> it's as simple as that. <laughs> well, um, thanks for that, at least. And, and, and thank you for uh, filling in another part of the uh, show today, which is, of course, Shane has up and left us. This week and gone to watch uh, a premiere to uh, <laughs> a premiere to the new Prince of Persia movie, which I'm sure he'll Bastard. tell me all about when he gets home. But um, the funny thing is that the audio levels are exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> trying to drink, trying to drink that. Thank you for that. Day. Score. Uh, uh, well, anyway, you uh, you know. Uh, who we are. What we do is obviously a games podcast. The difference between us and other games podcasts is that we're relatively on PC. We really speak our mind and we have a tendency to basically... Wait, did you say you rarely speak your mind? No. Is that what you really meant to say? We we, we very much speak our there mind. There you go. Shut up. <laughs> I'm I, leaving. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think you got stuck no. in a little strawberry no. shortcake feedback loop. We very speak our mind. <laughs> Uh, anyway, guys, uh, what have we been playing this week? 
Big surprise, <laughs> Battlefield Bad Company 2. Oh, God. Uh, I have reached the zenith of level 29 on <laughs> PS3. And I've come to a very sad decision, but necessary, which is uh, to, to keep my stress levels down uh, <laughs> and to keep me in a decent state of mind. I am selling my 360 copy to, to avoid the embarrassment of Friday Night Fights with Assault Class. So you'll never have the joy of killing me, is what you're saying. In that particular game. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, how many online games do I play? <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure Red Dead Redemption will, will be there for you at some point. Uh, did I say so. we're taking donations to get Dave a copy of Red Dead Redemption? <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, yes, I will, be, uh, I will be devoting all of my time to uh, that on uh, PS3. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I've been playing a bit of Lost Planet. And, mm. um, spoiler alert... It is fucking shit. Oh, come on. We were going to wait until let the me end. Re- I'm let me sorry. refresh your memories. I'm sorry, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we, yeah, we yeah, got I've it. Had, I've the, had the video, <laughs> and we, we've been playing that. Um, we, we know. We'll, though, we'll come though, back. Though I have to admit, uh, after the uh, Saturday Night Smackdown with the rest of the PS crew, mm. uh, we did have a awesome, awesome bout that lasted, I think, three or four hours minimum cool. you can, of uh, Conquest, which I'll get into later yeah, on. You can, you, can, you can regale us with tales of that towards I the will. end of the show. Um, Dave, have you been uh, playing anything? That I've actually been slightly addicted to Torchlight. So <laughs> so I'm just working my way down the dungeon levels in Torchlight, unfortunately. Uh, it is great. It's nice to kind I of I thought you were going to make an Alan Wake reference there. So <laughs> no, actually, I'm curious to play Alan Wake, funnily enough. Yeah, so well, after curious. reading the wonderful review over at uh, rawdlc.com, mm. I have to say that I am also relatively interested, and we'll be checking that out at some so, stage. Yeah. I, I have to actually double up that plug and just say uh, for anyone who has ever wondered what the man beast known as Nacho Justice actually has spewing forth from his brain and mouth come to www.rawdlc.com and check out his uh, quite spectacular Alan Wake review I have to good say Lord. it was uh, it was very good and uh, yeah I was uh, I look forward to reading what else he has to put up there what one wonderful um, well this has just gone to a plug session let's uh, <laughs> all right well look I I have been playing Red Dead Redemption and I have been uh, loving it in a lot of ways of course why Wow, really? Thanks, Dave. <laughs> no, look, um, the game... I am the force of chaos on this show. I control the board. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Look, the realisation of that can come at another time. I'm trying to talk. Okay. Why it... have I been sitting still all this time? I have power! <laughs> and this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> I have not been drinking, I guarantee you. <laughs> Is this is this your little revenge thing for my rant towards the start of the show? This is this is this is what I get, isn't it? Could be. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've been playing Red Dead. That's all anyone needs to know. Um, Sorry, side dog in the chat room says that when my beard grows long, I gain power. <laughs> well, I have said that for years now. <laughs> well, yeah, I, but they count more. <laughs> oh, 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 and this this you will know be what? the last you know what? This time is I'm on any other program, but <laughs> this one. This is descending into chaos. We're moving on. Uh, yes, Red Dead. We will come into our review, of course, in that in what one or two weeks? Um, maybe two weeks. Give us a bit yeah, of time to weeks. really plug through it and uh, get a, a taste of multiplayer. I think also, next week also, we'll probably I do get UFC. That, I want to get the taste, the bad taste of Rockstar out of everyone else's mouth, so that they can just they can play it. 
play through it, get to the point where they've the the initial impact is over, and we can all talk about it like it's a game again, as opposed to some force I, of nature. I don't think that's going to happen. I think you and I will be the only two people who, and maybe Nacho Justice, who we may get in for the show, mm. um, because I like his viewpoint. But um, the the fact that everyone has just jumped onto the um, to the Red Dead Dick. Uh, and Whoa. just immediately sat there and going, this is the greatest game of all time. They jumped and on just, and started suckling. Yeah, and yeah. just gloss over any flaws that they have, which, which I, would be apparent. What I think is interesting, GTA interesting is, um, uh, of course, uh, most of the people that I work with um, have got it as well and have been playing with it, and it's interesting to try and have a... A um, leveled, yeah, mm-hmm. and a rational conversation with these people. I am in no way saying this game's bad. As I said before, I am really enjoying the game. But what I am saying is it's interesting because it's that whole Mac PC argument all over again, where if you try and say something which counters their opinion of the game, then you're a fanboy. It, well, no, then it becomes a massive argument in the fact that apparently nothing can be wrong with this game. And I think that's a really interesting concept. Um, Like I said, I have found a few glitches, I have found a few problems, and and I am willing to say that, and uh, these words are going to taste salty coming out of my mouth, but the part of the IGN uh, review where he actually says um, it's a small price to pay for an amazing game are about as close as I can put it to, but it is not perfect, I just want to put that out there. And um, we will, of course, come back to it later on and actually talk about this in more detail. But um, How about we yeah. start the show? <laughs> How about we start the show? I think, can I, can uh, I just say that I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed and proud that Dave didn't jump on the salty in my mouth comment. <laughs> don't worry. The chat, he didn't need to. The no. chat room went mental over I don't, I don't always give the public what they want. <laughs> I know the thoughts were just racing through my head. They, they were definitely <laughs> racing through mine, but I was like, eh, not today. <laughs> it's it's too easy, huh? Yeah, too yeah. Easy. it's like it's yeah. like sitting you know, shooting a retarded kid, right? It's just too easy. It's shooting a, re- a retarded kid in the barrel. It's yeah, too yeah, easy. Yeah. I don't know what that means. No, exactly. I don't. I don't even know what that means. A retarded either. kid in the barrel. Yeah, a small disclaimer: okay. uh, we don't mean to, uh, you know, be mean to anybody who. Is uh, I wasn't on the Heavy Rain <laughs> show for Psydog, but uh, yes, I would definitely rip Heavy Rain a new one. Um, it's shit. All right. Anyway, um, moving on. We're going we're gonna to kick into some news, guys. Uh, I wanted to start out the show by talking about an amazing thing which has jumped out, which is one of those stories that you can tell didn't get launched in the right place at the right time. Media, um, as a general rule in anything PR, are very timed with when we release things. They have to be at the right time. We plan these things um, ages in advance. It's all about setup, time of year, t- mm. uh, exposure, and so on and so forth. And... Um, Something interesting happened in the industry in possibly one of the quietest times that you get in gaming, which is the period of time just before E3. Pre-E3, where everyone's announcements are mega vague and alluding to shit, and Mm. and it usually ends up being a three-sentence conversation that... That finishes. Mm. I will tell you. PR people kind of disappear, and no one can kind of get hold of them Mm. or get any information out of them, and um. you, I, I think I loaded up, it would have been about two or three days ago, I loaded up the um, uh, my list of websites that I do every time I'm scanning for news and looking for things that have happened, and all of them had one thing in common, this rushed post, which had come out of nowhere, saying Killzone 3 has been announced. And then I started reading. No one cares. And then I went through a different review, and the other one had something different written. It said Killzone 3 revealed. And I was like, oh, okay, revealed. That's different from announced. 
Because uh, there was nothing official on about this. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like out of nowhere. There was this uh, announcement. And then the further I got through the articles, I started to find out that all of this came from a post on System Wars under Killzone 3, which is done by someone who is not even in any way a uh, person related to any of these companies. It a is, subscriber. It is a subscriber. I have a GamePro magazine yeah. in the States. I actually have the original article here, which states literally at the start, um, got my copy of the GamePro magazine's Let's See What I See, Killzone 3, baby, with a smiley face. So this is obviously intense, you know, sort of media stuff. Um, he goes through to list a whole bunch of things, most of which I don't actually believe. I really don't. It's got things like, it will be like Inglorious Bastards. Now, that sounds like something straight off a press co- release, because that would make a lot of sense, you yes. know, to, to, to put something in with, mm-hmm. with a link to another movie. No, I don't see that. Um, however, the things that I could believe, the things that I am willing to actually accept, are the possibility that apparently are screenshots that have jetpacks. Maybe. I mean, it seems a bit off the yeah, but the all, the, all the screenshots that were in that article yeah. were concept paintings. They weren't actually screenshots. I actually do believe that they've announced a new villain as Blofeld, and he will sit there <laughs> stroking a cat, and he will have a jetpack-driven wheelchair, uh, which you will take your jetpack in and try and kill him. Because I actually have the screenshots here if you'd like to see them. Please uh, don't be well, Ron Jeremy and Mario. Please. I actually have... No, no, no. These are, these are legit. I actually didn't grab them all. I grabbed six of them, though. That's okay. So here's one of them. Which and they actually, exactly like they're actually they look like on canvas, <coughs> on canvas. It's concept art. There's no way concept that's art. gameplay. Because if you actually look at them, it actually looks a lot like two. To be honest, when you look at them, exactly full, like when two. you look at them uh, on the scans, they're from a magazine. Yeah. And when you look at them in full resolution, you can actually see the canvas texture on them. Okay. So well, let's, uh, there's let's, that one. Let's there's, have a look there's that one, which is definitely concept art. That one's definitely concept. Um, and then there's this one here. They all are. They're all concept. These are all that's concept. That's definitely art. concept. And also, it doesn't. It it's just really just. Character designs and costumes. Here's the jetpacks. Okay, so those will be enemies. I can't actually see um, They're kind of like a player wings. using them. Because, I mean, the whole thing about um, uh, Killzone is a very kind of tight-mapped kind of a situation. It's not huge open mm. areas mm. as such. So Here's one just... of the jetpacks in the background here with mm. the wings. And then well, I think he's wearing one as well. He's yeah. just landing. And then the last one... Yeah, is, I, uh, would, I would almost guarantee that they're going to be new types of enemies that you come up against and that won't actually be that you will have a jetpack. But, um, hmm. uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not... I think it's all concept art, quite frankly. Everyone's sitting I here think, saying I, I actually, that jetpacks I actually disagree. Stole. The first and the last one are actually definitely in-game because they look incredibly close to two. Like, two is a very visually stunning game and those look very much like two. It's not beyond our abilities for those to be real. The other ones... Uh, kind of hit and miss, maybe, maybe not. But the important point here is that really all we have is a bunch of screenshots. And this is not kind of the... I, I'm, I'm just more annoyed that it kind of came out this way. I feel. I would, I I would really imagine that E3, Sony. they're actually going to show... If it's if it's this far along, they'll show footage. Yeah, I really what? hope that they show a photorealistic um, video of people actually <clears throat> running around in the game and tell us that it's gameplay, and then we have to wait six years, and then what comes out is nothing close to <laughs> I what... I fucking hate you. I was just about to <laughs> I know, say I know. That. I was trying to get it out. You wouldn't give me a fucking chase. Um, <laughs> no, it, it does suck. This is uh, uh, Sony's uh, huge thing of doing every E3 is like, hey, we've got a new kill zone announced it's going to be bigger stronger faster it makes Cylon toast and it will do anything <laughs> and uh, it, it will be the same crappy 
game as Killzone 2. Oh. Um, I'm you sorry, know. man. I thought that the control system for Killzone 2 was incredibly flawed. It was a pretty game, but I thought that the controls were shit. Mm. And, um, and everyone just, again, glossed over it all. And was like, oh, my God. It's awesome. It's like, you know what? <laughs> Fucking open your eyes and take away the graphics and look at what the actual gameplay is. I mean, I look as much as as much as I'm not quite so hard visually. I thought it was a stunning game, and the online was fantastic. Like probably, probably still right up there with kind. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed running around fucking people up in the single player. I did Mm. not enjoy the multiplayer at all. I actually, um, I actually, my biggest problem with it was, like you said, the control system. I actually incredibly hated the control system to this game. The whole concept of having no crouch button, only a click to cover button mm. which would lean you against a cover and you had to press the right stick to rotate up over the cover um was just the dumbest concept i've ever had I do when know, i'm running across a section i duck for a reason because i want to avoid gunfire mm-hmm. not having that is a massive fault in a game i don't understand why everyone and this will be leading in uh to to our review later on why there are industry conventions of, mm. co- of control systems that everybody fucking uses and then all of a sudden somebody comes up and goes, hey, I've got a great idea. Let's do it totally fucking differently mm. and, and just make it retarded for no apparent reason. Like Gears of War, I still think, is the greatest control system that any game has ever come up with because it is just simple, well, intuitive, I think- and you've got a, a one button press you want mm. to jump over something you press a button you want to slam into cover you press dude, and it's I can context go one step, sensitive dude I can go one step further than that and say that that concept was in my in my opinion put at its pinnacle in um, Uncharted 2 yep. the exact same kind of control system all one button stuff all movement and so fluid slam mm. into cover one button to duck if you're there one button to keep your finger on it to run slam into cover if you're there jump over it is not fucking difficult well as it, as it said dude if if a, con- if a control concept works that well, everyone else will follow you. And, and look, half of them have, and then you get these other people like uh, Lost Planet 2 who decide to just go, no, we don't like this system. We're going to make it unbelievably hard. There's now, there's now a learning curve to just get con- grips of the control. It's going to be really hard to force ourselves not to talk about this to the end. I can see that because it just yes. keeps bubbling up and over. Anyway, um, moving on. <laughs> this next one is just awesome. Um, there is a game called Section 8. Probably no one in this chat room has played it. Um, the game itself wasn't because you have that to bad. be crazy to play it. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry. Um, the game itself is actually relatively <laughs> stupid. Um, I, I thought I, I was like, hyperactive tonight. <laughs> Se- uh, section eight. You both. I, I you're it, both incredible. Um, <laughs> incredibly hyperactive today. I feel kind of out of place tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Leave. <laughs> oh wow. No, it's all right. I'm going. Remember? <laughs> yes. Yes, you're going. I, um, I said that to Shane before the show, and he left. So. <laughs> The um the the game section eight has um a bug which someone has found and brought to our attention that um says when you are failing to connect to a host um due to a download content issue, which is obviously something that um has only recently come up as they added uh their content to this game. Uh it gives you two options mm-hmm. when this menu comes up. One says press X to OK, and the other one says press square to go to Xbox Live Marketplace. <laughs> it actually gives you three options. There's one which says press X to Jason. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> and then then you just kill yourself because you realize you're playing heavy rain. Yeah. Um I thought this was awesome. I, I wasn't aware. Um I thought that this was a massive revelation that we should bring this up on the show. Apparently see Sony and Microsoft are working together. Apparently PS3 users are trying to break into Xbox Live. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, yeah, that's, 
That's quite a that's quite a code fuck up. Like you you have to you have to really not. Does it check does it say to us that they originally had planned an Xbox version? Oh, there, there, oh, there is, is an, an Xbox, Xbox version. All right, so they just haven't changed it. They just the didn't. They just didn't change the code. You know what I reckon happened was that they, they started the, the game came out and they started having massive layoffs because it was shit. And um and then they had the final guy coding like like you were saying the other day uh, the last person left in the building by himself he's writing the last lines of the of the PS3 code and he's just like fuck him <laughs> <laughs> he's just like ah, I'm going home fuck this code nobody <laughs> will ever notice <laughs> right. no one will ever notice because this game will never get download content <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm now, so it, sure it's not going to get download content I'm not going to change that button now he's sitting at home like <laughs> <laughs> fire me will you <laughs> oh god yeah. alright well uh, yeah that was a bit of a um, look, I mean it's not so much a story I just found it quite funny and I thought I would bring that to everyone's attention that gives me a mighty ROR about that one <laughs> Um, all right, guys. Well, uh, short piece of news. It's uh, it's nothing we really have to rag on, but um, Sonic Four, uh, which is quite possibly the only Sonic game I've ever actually been curious about and excited about, because the game itself uh, actually looks exactly like where we should have gone with the game, and um, kind of where ago. we yeah where we need to pull it back to and start Sonic games from there. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be good. I've been burned on that before. I've seen Sonic games come out that look very intriguing. They have tried something new. They've tried to bring it to the screen, and it fails miserably. No, I completely disagree with you because I've seen five minutes of gameplay of this. No, 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 no. I was seeing previous ones. Yes, yes, involving um, RPG elements to Sonic. RPG elements. Wow. uh, uh, Sonic in medieval times. I mean, the list could go on. Werehog, bullshit, fucking Um, guns. I don't give a shit. But... Number four, like Dave said, Dave's actually had a chance to to actually have a little hands-on with this, and I've seen quite a few videos um, floating around the net. This one is back to exactly what Sonic is. This is just trying to create a better-looking, high-def version of Sonic with totally new levels and a bit more concept design as opposed to To reinventing it. To me, it's exactly like the the jump from Street Fighter 2 to Street Fighter 4. You know, it's mm. just they've they've slicked it up. They've given it a, a little bit of a three D touch, but mm. they've still retained the basic gameplay, which you yep. which everyone knows and loves. And you know what? About fucking time, Sega. Thank you, God <laughs> damn it. Uh. Thank you, because you know it's been like what fifteen, twenty Sonic games since you know the last one was decent. And uh, yeah, it's about goddamn time. Mm. Uh. Listen, we have uh, we have something that isn't so much a story. Um, we, me and Dave, were having a little bit of a chat Dave last. And I. Dave and I were having a little bit of a chat last night, and we sat down, and um, I told him about the fact that during my sea of non-event news stories <laughs> that I was digging through, that I found um, a follow-up. It, w- it wasn't even it wasn't even actual news. It was a follow-up to a story from a while ago that was just talking about the finalization uh, the finalization of uh, the last of the liquidation of Midway as a company. And um, like at, at first, I kind of did what everybody would, which was kind of be like, ha, good shit. Um, this company has done nothing good lately. And then kind of a part of me just flashed back, like really far back, and just went, holy crap. These guys are responsible for a good portion of my upbringing. They're actually responsible for one of my favorite games of all time. 
mm. which was Defender. Exactly. Um, and you know, like, I'll never, I will never. I would have picked Cruising, but you know, just... <laughs> yeah, Cruising USA. Ah, oh, yeah. The um, the memory. So uh, we just wanted to kind of uh, have sort of a two minute piece, which uh, you can then go to the website. Do, do you and have the music about, from the last episode of the Hulk? <laughs> no, I don't have it on the board. But Son I, of I, a, I, no, Ipanema. No, no, no. I, I made a graphic uh, for this. So, oh, so, okay. So here's the graphic for this. Oh, farewell, Midway. Midway, well, like, get over here. <laughs> <laughs> Midway, Moopy Deuce just said fatality. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch, that's that's cold. Ouch. Um, All right, guys. Well, uh, anyone who hasn't been to the site recently, there is an accompanying article to this. You should check it up, www.rawdlc.com. It's actually written by uh, a young strapping lad by the name of Joshua. (laughs) Um, All right, guys. This is going to go up so many times today by the scenes of it. Um, But I just kind of wanted to bridge and just remind everyone, just just remind everyone that that don't remember this company for its last few years. it's it's kind of like I said. It's like an aged rock star, okay? And and maybe it's going out on a limb and doing the Snoop Dogg their thing. Be, their, their best years were behind them. Though. Their best years were late eighties, early nineties. Exactly. That was, that was it. Yeah, well, look, you dude. Know? Even the start of two thousand, they were still putting out gold. And it's that whole kind of sad, sad realization that this company is responsible for gaming. As it is today. Well, I was about to say, and, and that was actually something that occurred to me when Josh told me about this story. Mm. It occurred to me that it's so sad in particular because Pac-Man just had its 30th anniversary exactly. this, this past and, weekend, and, and the company closes at exactly. the same time. I mean, and you look at you look at exactly what um, what sort of Pac-Man RPG, I yeah, believe, was Pac- one of the things they were trying to send out. Pac-Man, um, like as a concept, like when you go out right now on the net, you find it everywhere. This thing's sitting up, going 30th anniversary, and Google. Google had moment, a game. On their a home game, page. like a flash game built in. Actually, to their do you want to know just a slight piece of trivia about that? Yeah. I found out something. That game was yeah. entirely coded in HTML5. No. That wasn't Flash. That was that entire recreation know, of Pac-Man it loads on my iPhone. was entirely <laughs> made in, in uh, it, HTML5. Phenomenal piece of yeah. coding. It really was. Yeah, and um, look, I mean, it's, I don't understand any of those words. Um, and it's uh, <laughs> not it's, Flash, not yeah. Mother. <laughs> yeah, look, Oklahoma. <laughs> And anyway. uh, yeah, so basically, just just reminding everyone, uh, go check out the article, uh, drop a comment in. Uh, think of it, think of it like like a farewell. This is like a, our eulogy to it. So, um, oh, your eulogy. I or didn't pay really your have pay much to do with it, but you know. pay your <laughs> um, pay your respects if you want to. Uh, if you don't, I understand. But, I have different um, memories of Midway than you do. Yeah, well, uh, we will, of course. Um, <laughs> Dave, you can always drop those off in there, too. Oh, I think I may, may just mention, I used to work for uh, Red Ant in PR, and Midway was the uh, main uh, uh, developer that we worked with in the States. And uh, uh, when Stranglehold came out, I may have let the review go up a little earlier than planned <laughs> and um, got a phone call from the president of Midway. <laughs> it's great. Get that fucking shit off! Okay, yeah. Sorry about that, buddy. Um, uh, I have fond memories though of Stranglehold, which was um, uh, a lot of people disagree, but I think that was uh, f- just for pure fun. And it wasn't because I was worked the John on John Woo one, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, I just think it was uh, a ridiculous amount of fun, and uh, uh, I think uh, Josh and I've talked about it. I think I may throw up a retro-styled review on that because I never, obviously, didn't get to review it because I was. Uh, uh, you know, PR, PR for it, so uh, I couldn't do it. But uh, I've got a lot of um, 
incidentals and one-offs that uh, I actually got made up at the time as part of promotions, uh, stranglehold posters with Chow Yun-Fat and my name in the credits and stuff like that. <laughs> so um, uh, I, I might uh, get some pictures of those and whack them up on the site or uh, you know, uh, add it to a little retro review of Stranglehold. And what site would that be? Uh, that would be uh, www.rawdlc.com, the one-stop shop for all your gaming news, the uh, hub for platforms. Dave, don't, yes. don't encourage him. Why okay. not? It's fun. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, listen, uh, Fable 3 has shown us their collector's editions. And Why? I just say Molyneux. Oh, you missed it. Damn it. Yeah. Well, you can do it on the way out. Um. More importantly, why are we getting these pictures and information now? I was about to say, wasn't it only a few months ago that we were talking about the fact that this game was never materializing? Yeah, well, it's like... No, it is. You you seem to be talking about the fact that it's never materializing. Uh, You don't seem to think that anything is ever coming out, ever. Um, Not until it's Peter Molyneux uh, apparently (laughs) is saying that this game will come out the same day that Christ comes. Um, It's important to have your pre-order, otherwise you don't get in. So you uh, say the, the same game. day Christ comes? Yes. Oh, okay. uh, d- 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 I thought Molyneux. you were saying Christus too. I thought there was a new game coming. No, no, no. Um, and of course, uh, apart from that, it will also uh, change your life. It will give you the apartment of your dreams and the woman or man of your choosing. Molyneux, um, that's uh, all I say. I met Peter Molyneux and without being controversial, I just want to say he reeks of pedophile. Um, um, I don't know how to pronounce without it. Is being... it Gun Gin Gin five six four in your chat room? Yeah. I said what? No artifact bag? No bl- no black worm thing? <laughs> no, no, ah, no. Throwback no. to a past episode. You get <laughs> you get a those... deck of cards. Woo! <laughs> Look for those that would like to actually know what's in this when we uh, finished French mouthing, mouthing off about it. Uh, it will come shipped uh, with a pack of playing cards, a guild coin. Very exciting that. And um, as well as in-game content, and it looks like a book, and it looks like a book. This is um, this is pretty. Lame. I have I have such hate for it now. I had such love for the first game, and then the second game, I kind of initially really enjoyed it because it was just so accessible, is and it... then started to hate the fact that it was that accessible. Yeah. And now the fact that he's like, well, I'm not actually calling it an RPG. It's an action game you know you run around and you do sim shit and there's a magnifying glass on your map and I'm like I don't care um, make a video game Gun Guin 564 Gwyn. how do you pronounce it Guin Guin 564 says a game you can play when you're not playing the game <laughs> it's um, yeah I, I it's that whole fool me once fool me twice thing like um, I've been through two of these games and when I actually go back and think about I think it's one, fool me once shame on on me fool me twice Molyneux <laughs> oh Dave 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 um, yeah, yeah I want uh, the big black going orange the, dildo the, the chat room seems to be going alive right now with uh, lots of uh, totally uninteresting so we may just move right out yeah, of this that, well it is a totally I, uninteresting no it's totally uninteresting to me because we haven't even really seen decent screenshots of this game well, this or game, running video game, at this or point, anything the, at this point the game doesn't exist why are we talking about uh, like obviously neither of you have visited IGN mm. um, which has about I don't know a dozen or so videos up of development and, and various other things of him yeah I've seen videos of development of Duke Nukem Forever too doesn't mean there's a game <laughs> yes but you see just because you say that it doesn't mean that these don't exist yeah. you know it's and like Green it's, Hornets it's, never yeah I knew out. you were going to say that you just put 
that in your head, like you know, it, it's it's one of those things where it's not a George Costanza line. It's not a lie if you believe it to be true. Watch okay. it, or I'm putting Ron Jeremy on the screen. <laughs> I don't care. I'm not wearing my glasses. I'm uh, actually, I have to admit, Ron Jeremy is off the board. I took, oh, him, like, fucking I took him off the that. board. All right, guys. Well, he um, lied. Oh! <laughs> we, uh, we we of course need to uh, address something that has come up. Um, something that has been brought to our attention through a post uh, actually on epicbattleaxe.com um, where they have been talking to Casey Hudson, who is the lead producer of Mass Effect, yeah, um, has been uh, has come out to say that there's going to be a bunch of packs for DLC that will come out um, that are going That's to That's www.rawdlc.com. Um, that will come out that will explain the storyline between the two games. Uh, and I find this fucking offensive because if I can't play two and play three and not have to play the DLC, that means that they're just raking money out of me because I guarantee you when I add up how much those points are going to cost for each one of those packs, it's going to be more than yeah, but half the question, a game. The question, that, the question that, that bears to be asked at this point is, do you have to play? the DLC to play three, or is it just stuff that is uh, an added extra to fill in the middle, a la the comic books or, or videos that to come quote out? Him, to quote him exactly, the packs uh, will tell the story between Mass Effect 2 and 3. So yeah, if, but, you but, want, yeah, okay. if you want the story... Yeah, but what I was about to say is the Clone Wars cartoons tell the story between part three and part four. You don't have to watch them. To follow the story, you know what I mean. They're just there. You should never. Well, why watch would them. you? Why would you? Why would you watch <laughs> them? Because there is no one, two, no, and but, three. You get my point. This uh, forget the war of the Star Wars movie. But the point is that it's like with the Matrix films, which is another bone of contention. But they released that Matrix game, which was supposed to be a yeah. tie-in between the Matrix films. You mm. didn't have to play the game to follow the story. And but I tell you, the game was actually made more sense. It was infinitely more enjoyable than two sequels. <laughs> um, okay, granted, but the point is what I'm, what I'm asking is: Will these DLCs be necessary? I don't to think play they'll, they'll three, have they'll have to gloss over be... it because they can't force you to buy DLC. Well, that's what I'm thinking. But th- this is this is a, a big bone of contention. Like I had a huge rant last week about, or, or you know, for the last month about Modern Warfare Two and about Activision doing these stimulus packages. And I think they've announced another map pack, which we might put a story up. But mm. then again, it's Modern Warfare, so we don't give a <laughs> shit. Um, uh, but you know, like about them taking advantage of people and and forcing people for Wasn't DLC their first and stuff map like pack that. Like twelve hundred, yeah. That, yeah. It was like twenty twenty bucks or something. And now. It, I'm sad to say EA are kind of doing the same thing, not supporting, uh, you know, like VIP codes for, for used thing and not supporting multiplayer for a used game and now putting out these little bits and pieces of DLC. Mm. It's like the trend is following over and it's like I don't want to fucking see this. DLC is meant to be a substantial amount of content that you pay for mm. that is enriching your game experience. Yeah. It's yeah. not... Them raping you for fucking money. As, some, as somebody has point, put out in your chat room here, and uh, Northy has actually said, it's basically said on the plus side, next DLC won't be a run around a crappy planet to pick up dog tags for no apparent reason. Well, Which is, I mean, it, you as can, far you as the game say that, is but concerned. we don't know. Like, I mean, at this stage, we don't know. But um, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm, I, I really am with Dave on this one because one of the things I find very offensive about the whole concept of DLC is it really has changed. When it first came out, it was the concept that like three to six months down the track, instead of it being 
having something you planned at the start to make you more money. It was a concept of this game's getting old. You guys are devoted. So here's here's something more. Yeah, here's something more to freshen the game up. Yeah, like it's the whole concept of expanding out the gameplay or or creating a little bit of an avenue to go right. down. It's not. Well, I agree. Two missions. The, the, the three DLCs three that have come out for it already. I've yeah. gotten all of them, and. Realistically, they could have all just been one DLC pack. None of them on their own were substantial enough. I mean, the Kasumi level literally is one level. Yeah. You play it out, you're done. You got her, right? Uh, the Hammerhead levels is literally like two planets to go visit, and you go mining. You know, and who, who cares? You know, and there's not a lot to it. And the Hammerhead itself is where its coolness factor runs out mm. after literally five minutes. Yeah. You know? No, and so I, I haven't even finished the Hammerhead level. Because you sit there and go, okay, I'm bored now. You know, it's like I'm just doing the same thing over and over and over again. So, uh, yeah, I hope there's something more to it. I've got some screenshots from it. No, that's not it. I've got some screenshots. <laughs> oh, God, no, Here's no. a screenshot from it here. Uh, this is from this new DLC pack. That, that, those pipes in that mining tunnel look very much like the mining areas in number one. Mm. Just want to just want to bring that and up. And there's also this one just here. Just quietly. Whatever okay, that's, that's kind of cool. Whatever that's supposed to be. I don't, I don't know. That's, it's like a face. Uh, made uh, out of con- it's the Matrix. Matrix. <laughs> so, wow, yeah. we're going to confront and, the Matrix. And if you, go to, if you go to the Mass Effect website, there's about three more. Mm. Uh, but they're all pretty much, they look like shots from any yeah. other game. But Kasumi's there, so it's assuming that you've played Kasumi mm. to have her on this mission. <laughs> so, I like, um, I like uh, uh, what Nordy has written up in the chat room where he says, uh, in the future you won't actually pay for the game, you'll just pay for every bit of gear you buy on the way. You'll actually show up into a town at the start of the game and they'll be like, right, we need real dosh, weapons are up there, uh, tell us the, how much... No, I'm, I'm World waiting, of Warcraft model, isn't it? I'm, I'm waiting for the, for the new DLC for um, uh, Battlefield Bad Company 3, which will be, uh, you'll have to download bullets. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll be sitting there like everyone will be like click 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 yeah, click, so click the future of gaming click, will be you click. play the game with your credit card click. by your side <laughs> no it'll be great everyone will just be running around with knives and repair tools going trying to stab each other in the back no I agree with you Joe I don't find it I don't find it offensive I just find it annoying I just want them to release an expansion and be done with it you know I don't want to do this in dribs and drabs look just make yeah. it worth your while do you know what I mean if if you're going to release something like you were saying specifically with the Mass Effect pack which was like the armor that they gave for Shepard and stuff like that that should have been free exactly you know if it's going to be a tiny little thing then you know just throw it out yeah. and just especially you know, when get... you consider especially when you consider with Mass Effect in particular that Okay, for those who got the collector's edition, you got the code to get the Cerebrus network. But for those who didn't get that code, and there's a substantial number of people who didn't, Mm. they had to buy the Cerebrus network. So they've already paid 1,200 points for that. So they've already paid for some of those little dribs and drabs of crap. You know what I mean? And just the major expansions, yeah, sure, charge a few points for. But Mm. the really little stuff like costume changes, give that away. Look, I'm, I'm a Jew. (laughs) <laughs> right I have I no problem going. in spending money as long as I think that it's worthwhile right you know I've paid for a lot of downloadable content it's like 800 points for Afterburner hmm. you know no brainer yeah. you know buying things like that any of the Borderlands DLC though Mad Moxie uh, I'm still not sold on but the hmm. the, uh, the uh, Zombie Island of Dr. Ned and um, uh, Secret Armory of General Knox hmm. these are like you know 14 15 dollars Totally worth it. You had, you know, at least eight to ten hours of gameplay if you just went through it once, you know, and that that is worthwhile. But this type of shit where they're just going, get a glossy new weapon, get this crap, get that crap, and it's going to cost you, you know, eight to Mm. ten bucks, fuck off. I think what really annoys me in the article is the fact that he says a string of DLC. It should just put it together in one pack. 
It's a little bit I like the pay... whole Avatar on Blu-ray yeah. thing. It's, it feels too planned to me to be, you know. Yeah, exactly. And you, mean the, you mean the the Blu-ray that I have in my bag? Right yeah, now? the one I the one I'm boycotting. Yeah, <laughs> um, you boycott no. it, man. I'm going to give it to like my dad for his birthday, and then once the new one comes out, I'll be like bazinga. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I have to say that uh, the whole concept of string DLC just doesn't work for me. Like, uh, like I mean, and GTA is not usually something I'll refer to for something like this, but GTA's packs, like them or lump them were what I want to see. I was happy to fork out, I think it was 21 or 2400 points to buy that pack. Because I got got a full (laughs) game experience. I got like 10 to 20 hours of gameplay. And I will pay that much money. But this sort of stuff annoys me because it's like, why am I paying you? It'll be like 8 to 1200 points a pack. Hmm. And when you add that up, that's a lot of money. It is. It is. Well, the, the, that costume pack was 800 points or something like that. But the difference between it now is the thing is like we all have this mentality and whatever else. But you have like young kids like Popshot who will go out. And, and honestly, like, you know, 12 to say 18-year-old guys who will just sit there and go, I don't give a shit what it is. I'm buying it. And they are there by the millions, not thousands. And these guys are just sitting there going, cha-ching. <laughs> Fuck it. We can just slap a coat of paint on. Like, I have to say, like, the, the, the new download they have for um, uh, Bad Company 2, it's like we give you a new skin for your multiplayer character and a camouflaged weapon. Does it change anything? No. It gives you a couple of new trophies and achievements I if actually, you download it. It's actually interesting you bring that up because um, I think uh, when we're talking about the Battlefield DLC, we'll get into this later. Remind me about it. But... Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, it's interesting because did you put that story in by the way when we were talking about yes, it? Yes, it's uh, it's down the bottom. We're going to do it under the Friday oh, okay. Night Fights part. Um, we will talk more about that later. But there is something very frustrating for me about that, which we uh, we will get into at that stage. But what we're going to do now, while we're all amped up and mm-hmm. and, and fiery, mm-hmm. we're going to quickly skip through the. Uh, coming soon list uh, for people that don't know uh, a couple of games coming out very soon Alpha Protocol Split Second Alpha Protocol's 27th 27th, 27th also same as UFC yes 27th I have both, so both of, of those games coming out um, they are both looking to be awesome and we will of course be reviewing those uh, when they come out and of course we have Demon Souls coming out next month yes I know it is a long time in advance <laughs> but it is very important that you guys if uh, you are into hardcore put this on your pre-order list because it will be awesome fun and you, went through, you went through it so fast I forgot to get this one up there you go <laughs> well, we really... Uh, I really, I'm so excited about a, a Friday Night Fights or a uh, Saturday Night Smackdown with Split Second. Man. Oh, dude, Eight I am people all up in there. in a one party talking shit as you're driving. Take that, bitch! I can't wait, man. It's going to be awesome. All right, well, we will, uh, we will definitely set that up. Okay, so moving on, let's do our future review. Now... As feature you have, review. Uh, uh, feature. Feature review. Feature review. Shush. Um, our feature review this week. Yeah, up. of course not. Um, our feature review, of course, for this week is Lost Planet 2. And as you may have noticed throughout the show, it has very, been very difficult for us to stay uh, bottled up mm. about um, how we feel about this game. Listen, mm. uh, you will all remember, you will all remember that uh, leading up to this game, we were very excited. Me and Dave um, uh, liked... Dave and I. What <laughs> liked what we had seen, uh, liked the basis of what we had played. The concept seemed really good. Um, the The game was still early code, so you always give it a bit of leeway because you don't want to kind of get heavy on it too quickly. But we played different sections, I believe. Like we played a railway section. I played this we were, section we were playing uh, once as well. When we, you know, when we were all playing with like Job and and uh, the other guys, we were. Mm. 
Um, we're in a railway, we're in a desert area, and we're all working together, and it was fantastic. And if you look up on screen right now, the epic nature of these giant creatures was what I kind of expected. This was sort of what I saw. Um, I was told at the time that the uh, the uh, firing mechanic of the um, grappling hook was uh, not finalized, and that wasn't necessarily how it's going to be. So when I started watching things like this, with this giant creature coming plowing towards me, um, I was going, yeah, I'm actually really excited about this because it seems really cool and um, the creatures are very big and um, uh, that in itself can actually be a really fun style of gameplay when you have a creature so big you have to figure out how to kill it. Um, uh, just note to anyone, them glowing orangey bits. Yes, uh, I'm not saying that it was difficult. I'm yeah. just saying it was there. Um, on it's top like of painting that, a bullseye on its head, isn't it? <laughs> Um, there are, of course, the fact that uh, the game was four-player co-op, which always sells itself well. Um, it and these sections we actually played on the train and so on and so forth were actually really good fun with the four players because we were facing against human enemies. Then we played the multiplayer beta. Now, the multiplayer beta was where things started to go wrong. Yeah. Our, our initial reaction to the multiplayer beta was not just felt by us, but by all of the wonderful people that jumped on and joined us for that Friday night. Uh, that and would be the uh, DLC crew. The DLC crew. Is that the one I was in? Yes, that, yeah, was, that yeah. was the one you were in. And yeah. um, the problem was that the game was actually getting to the point where the arguments and the conversations on how bad it were were actually overriding the general concept of trying to have fun. Mainly because we really couldn't have fun. Um, the the thing that instantly stuck out to almost everyone was the fact that the uh, mechanic of the grappling hook was just awful. It mm. was barely... It was more of a hindrance than it was... It didn't get you anywhere. No. It, yeah, it, it, it would barely take you up a level. And the thing is, too... Um, after and playing something like Just Cause 2... That was Where exactly you have got point. a... Yeah, well, I'm cutting yeah, you this yeah, time. No, Mitch. that's cool. Um, when you had... A ridiculous amount of reach on this thing. And I mean, seriously, it was fucking nuts how far that you can push this ahead mm. and how versatile and easy it was to use it. And then I came to this and it was like, it would only grapple when you get a green, you know, if, where it goes green on your, mm -hmm. on your reticle. That's the only time it will grapple. Whereas and Just Cause 2, point it at fucking anything and you will grapple towards it. Yeah. And, uh, and, and so instantly I tried to get there and it wouldn't work. Yeah. So, so there's that, which was that... Um, the, the first problem. The second problem was that it completely defies convention as far as control system yeah. goes with both of your bumpers, which should be fire, uh, sorry, zoom for your left bumper yeah. and fire for your right, uh, turn 90 degrees one way or turn 90 degrees the other way. If you want to then zoom, instead of pulling your left trigger, you have to push up on the D-pad. And uh, if you're pressing zoom as you do as normal convention, you end up throwing a grenade and killing yourself. <laughs> Look, it's uh, yeah, the, the control system is broken. But just before we get too far away from it, I just want to mention also that my biggest, uh, my other huge problem with the grappling hook was actually the fact that it can't be used as a tool to play the game. Yeah. Um, the very concept of the idea when, for instance, I'm running along being chased by something and I fire it at... Um, a piece of cover or something like that, it would be very easy for you to jump over the cover and then continue to move. Your character, however, doesn't because when you hit something with the device, you can actually only go directly in the air and then come down to the exact spot you <laughs> launched yep. from. So basically, the tool cannot be used to mount curbs and stuff like that because unless there is nothing above you, 
and nothing beside you. When you hit it, you go straight up in the air and fall straight to your death. <laughs> you can't use it while you're jumping. <clears throat> no. So, you know, uh, a lot of the time I was jumping in between. I was like, I can piss easily make it across this. <laughs> Gone. Um, it was, uh, that was the first sign where, I mean, I think after 15 the minutes, system, I was like, system, I'm done. The control system, I have to say, um, didn't bother me as much because I had played through number one and I actually played through number one as a bargain buy. I bought it for like $30 during a sale at some stage. Um, it was on PlayStation 3. It was the expanded version of the game and I actually really enjoyed it. The reason I really enjoyed it was because I gave... I, I expected nothing from it. I thought it was going to be relatively crap. The control system didn't bother me based only entirely on the fact that the creatures were huge. Yeah. So the general conventions of a standard camera system didn't really work because I still want to be focused on this giant monstrosity in front of me. I just want to be shooting at particular parts where I run you know, effortlessly around trying not to be stepped on by its foot or crushed by a giant Dune-style worm. Whereas with uh, Lost Planet 2, the only giant mon- monstrosity is the actual game itself. <laughs> now, let's actually, <laughs> let's actually break into the game itself. Now, what I saw when we were playing the game originally was um, some very close quarters kind of uh, tunnel-like gameplay and riding on a through a mining, mining complex. Exactly. Um, what I got immediately out of this game past the first level and I don't mean that epilogue which is kind of what they tried to slap on which is the tie-in between the cold uh, iciness of the original game into the jungle-like style of most of the second game um, which was in itself a video that visually was quite cool but storyline it just made no sense it's I, like, I like it it's like all the any time you killed somebody they gave off thermal energy yeah. and because you've been killing so many things with the snow pirates the thermal energy has raised the core temperature of the planet <laughs> and no, no which it's... is fine I can buy the core temperature thing I really can like that's fine what I can't buy is that an epic rainforest came out of nowhere. Yeah, that's the bit I'm kind of struggling with. But let's let's move past that because we're trying to we're trying to be let's try to be as just as we can for this game. That video no. at the start was kind of cool. Where I got lost though was when they started to talk because they started to talk about how this the snow pirates that apparently must incorporate three quarters of the planet's population because there just seems to be so many of them. Um, apparently broke off and became jungle pirates. Mm. Um, all right. Rain, and apparently those people pirates. are dangerous, so we're going to go fight them. Wh- why are we fighting a sea of pirates because we're pirates? And why can't the two pirates get along or live in two totally different places? <laughs> I'm so totally lost with what that was about. But my problem is then I get no storyline for the next four levels of any great detail. And um, as I started to push through this game... The problem started to arise. Okay, let, let, let me introduce. Oh, For sorry. one, it is as linear as Final Fantasy Thirteen. You are worse. just a corridor. Go down, tap B, hit this spawn point. Everything you have to do involves tapping B for a point. You've got to go to a mining operation. You need to turn on five generators. Let me guess. I have to run up to them and tap B. Yeah. Yes. You've got. Uh, the th- it called me crazy, but did it, didn't it feel like Unreal Tournament 3 as far as... It was like a multiplayer game that they forced into a single-player component. Absolutely. It did not make fucking sense. You know what? I, I pressed campaign, right, to start yeah. up. Now, most games, it says press start, you go click, then it says new story, click, and the game starts. Yeah. This one comes up campaign, then 
match. Oh, Custom man, match. that got so confusing. Create match. I was like, I want to play the fucking game. Why do I press <laughs> well, start? I, and, and also, in a standard system, you would expect that you would separate single and multiplayer because that would make it easier to navigate through. But no, the front menu of this game literally only has a start campaign button. And then I'm standing there trying not to press start campaign because I'm going, how, how do I get two players? I yeah, do, I, do I just... Do I start the game? Is, it, is that how I get it? I'm going through the manual. I'm like, how do I start a two-player game? I start the game and I'm like, oh, oh, there we go. All right, Shane, press start. So we jump in and we start playing the game together. Um, the screen size is terrible. It's very small. It's taking the uh, Call of Duty's 5's co-op system, which I didn't mind too much, although other people didn't, um, because it sort of moves one screen slightly to each side and gives you a black area around the box to supposedly separate you mm-hmm. as as a single viewing space now even on a 42 inch uh lcd like we have at home that was a very small screen mm. because by the time you squish out all of the side angles especially in a game with such big creatures it's actually really detrimental to the gameplay now we struggled through this and we got through to the end of uh one of the first levels where you have to take four points now we Played through and we got to this point and um, due to a trilogy of errors and also some dodgy control systems and so on and so forth, we died. Now, when we both died, but not always, this is the bit where I got confused. After three deaths, which we considered then the norm, when we died three times, we just got a game over you failed mission thing and went back. Now, here's the problem. We went back. And when I mean back, I mean back to the start of that freaking level. An hour and a half of gameplay wasted entirely by having no campaign collective locational checkpoints. There's no save points, yeah. There, and there yet, is, there is and no yet save point as they the brought up level. so perfectly before, it's cut into small sections. So why didn't I start back at the start of the section? Yeah. No, I start back at the start of the level. And it gives you a rating at the end of that section. It's like, mission clear. And then it's just like, if you die, they're like, well, fuck you. As far as mission clear. You don't deserve to play the game. <laughs> it, was, it was so fucking stupid and flawed. And I mean, the thing is, the monster design is great. I'm not talking mm. about the big towering ones, yeah. the little ones. But the thing is, you, you okay, first of all, they don't seem to even notice that there is anything in front of them as far as a tree. You could be standing behind a tree and you've got these little roly-poly ones. They will roll and apparently the tree is just not there. (laughs) (laughs) They just roll right to you. I mean, it's quite funny because Josh and I cracked it at the game at the exact same point, (laughs) playing it. We'll come back to that in a minute because I I just want to go a little bit further into the actual uh, general part. Now, me and Shane played through again to this point because we were trying to be as fair as we could and we got to the end and the actual piece, once we got into a rhythm of it, the hardcore part of me loved because we were playing it on a hard difficulty and it was just waves of enemies and having to uh, control four points. Now, the problem was I instantly started thinking what Dave was thinking where I was going, this works as a multiplayer idea not as a single-player component. Now, I pushed through Sorry, that. Sorry, did you have AI guys with you as well, or was it oh, just the two of you? Well, we had them with us, and yeah. by with us, I don't actually know what they were doing because they weren't actually there. They were actually standing up at the start of the level with no movement. I don't know if I'm supposed to control them, but they were just annoying enough that I didn't care. <laughs> they didn't actually move. Um, they just sat at the start of the level, and I don't know whether that bugged out or not. I'm not going to go into that. I it will. may have bugged out because uh, I was playing with three AI, and they seemed... F- 
I have to give them props. They were fairly competent. Oh, well, there you go. Okay, well, that might have just bugged out. But anyway, so we moved through, and I then, um, at the end of that bit, after playing through it twice, when I am exhausted and put the game down. Now, I continued to play over the next couple of days and got to the first, what I would call, boss. Now, here's the first problem I have with this situation. Mm. The first time I got to this boss, there is no lead into it. You finish a section... Like Monster Hunter, you get to the end of the section, it says loading, and then all of a sudden I'm in a boss fight. No explanation, no lead-in video, no reason as to why he's there, or why I'm now standing on the edge of a, what seems to be smoking, but it's not water, it's like something smoking and lava-like, and I don't know where it came from. Or whatever, but it's white and lava-like, and this creature's coming out of it. Uh, and it's ob- just this massive acrid with uh, with the two claws, right? Not Which wasn't inventive at all, out. because it's basically just a bigger version of the acrid you've already seen. Yeah, I started shooting at this, which is very obvious. Like Dave said, the orange parts are where you shoot at. Um, there was no repeating uh, weapon drops, and it gave you like two shotguns. Uh, it gives you a platform, which they can destroy, and destroy almost immediately. And you only have two spawn points, both which are directly, directly in, in front, front of it. Of where it is. <laughs> the, the actual area of fighting this boss is literally only about probably 100 meters wide. And it, you're just running backwards and forwards along and this And the bit. thing is, the boss is 100 meters tall. <laughs> now, the thing that they've always said is that, that when you fight a boss like this, you take chunks off them. So I was like, okay, I'm fucking game. Yeah. I'll sit there. So I'm sitting there shooting, and I'm shooting off tentacles off the side. Three seconds later, they grow back. I shoot off both of his arms. Within 10 seconds, the arm has grown back again. And, and I'm looking at the health bar that is the size of the entire screen. <laughs> and I've been there for 40 minutes, and it's gone down by a third. Now, I've died 15 times. I actually got to a point where I ran out of weapons. Yeah. I had nothing left, and there was nothing on the screen until I died. Then, when I respawned, there were millions of weapon drops <laughs> everywhere. There was like a bazillion fucking different weapons. Of, yeah. and, and the thing that shat me the most is it, it's got two massive long... Uh, claws that it, mm. it uses for its an attack and it's got like a thrust attack yeah. and just a long sweeping attack now i stood behind a tree the size of the blue mountains <laughs> <laughs> and and i sat there and i was taking shots at it and it swung and i was on the side opposite to where it was swinging and it still got me through the tree there's a dam on the other side that you can stand up where there is an entire wall blocking, and he swung from the wall side <laughs> and still got me. There is no recognition for any of the level around. And, and I have to admit, I fucking, that, that was it. I was like, That I'm was gone. actually, funnily enough, where we both rage quit. This is the end of our story of Lost Planet. Yeah. Because both of us rage quit. Now, let me explain why I rage quit. Um, <laughs> Can you describe rage quitting for us? R- all right. I will come back to the rage quitting once <laughs> I explain why we raged quit. Now, I, well, I rage quit because unlike the three life th- system that I thought we had, we had about 25 lives. Um, and for no, re- no apparent reason, we didn't even die at the same time. It just came up with game over. Mm. Then asked me to replay Sorry, m- the mission, en- mission failed. Mission failed, and then asked me to replay the entire level again. This is where I started to rage. Now, <laughs> rage quitting, Dave, is where is is a common occurrence in gaming. Uh, you can ask probably anyone in the chat room. Though, though rage- this is the most vehement. Oh, this rage is one of the I've one of the biggest had. rage quits I've ever done. It's where you're 
experience of the game happens a lot in multiplayer game where your experience of the game becomes so intense and your knowledge of the fact that it's not reality kicks into play and you realize that by pressing a button you can stop all the pain and all of the anger and just walk away and do something else this is a rage quit it's where you don't save you don't check your progress you don't exit the I console do that a lot. <laughs> you just turn the console off that is a rage but, quit but it usually involves a soft remark like fuck <laughs> Which is exactly I what happened. I to tossed me. a controller from from, yeah. from the filming yeah. point of view. I, I used to when I was single and I used to live alone. I used to have about five or six Nerf bricks, and whenever I used to watch movies, I used to regularly throw bricks at the, uh, the TV screen. <laughs> it's kind of like that, except for you usually chuck a controller and it usually damages the controller. Yeah, well, yeah, the general idea behind it yeah. is the That's same. That's why I got soft couches now, so that the controller doesn't get damaged. Uh, I mean, look, I, I get uh, anyone who's who's played multiplayer with me knows that I get. <sighs> you know, whingy and I get shitty and, and yeah. you know, whatever else. But that paled in comparison well, to what actually, I felt Dave, playing Lost Planet 2. Dave, someone's actually... Uh, it's funny, I've got yeps, yeps, yeps coming up in the chat room, so obviously everyone's experienced this. Um, uh, one of the chat members, Psydog, has asked, what other games have you rage-quitted on, Dave? Um, Kane and Lynch. Oh, yep, I did that one a few times. Um, uh, regardless of what the rest of the industry thought, Stuntman Ignition. Um... I okay. hated that fucking yeah, game. Okay. Um, anything that has Gran Turismo in the title. <laughs> and um, uh, GTA 4. Um, I've rage quitted on, um, uh, God, uh, definitely Modern Warfare 2 a couple of times because of playing on Expert straight out the, straight off the cuff. Uh, sorry, I have to say Modern Warfare 2 yeah, multiplayer. Okay, cool. I've definitely rage quitted on that. Um, I've definitely done that. Um, uh, I've also... Um, yes, yes, thank you, Gwen. Skate 2. Oh, I have rage quitted in yes. that game so many times. Fuck I yes. love it to bits, and I love it for the exact reason I hate it, but I have rage quitted in that game so many times where I'll just be like, a hundred fucking times I should be able to do this! <laughs> Fuck! And then the controller That's kind of how I was at the beginning of Dead Space. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah no. but there's a difference. There's rage quitting a game that you love, and then there's just <laughs> rage quitting I was just because I could not do it. Uh, and it's like, every time I tried to play it, I died. And I got so pissed off at it that it was just like, I don't like it. I'm not having fun. <laughs> so, yes. Um, let, let's just say that, and I can quite honestly say this, I will never... <laughs> No, he's just put up that his biggest rage quit was in Viva Pinata. Breed, damn you. <laughs> what I have to do to make you breed? Why is this menu so slow? Oh, dude, you know, it's nice not one, supposed Dorothy. to be funny, but it's so fucking true. Uh, I can quite honestly say I will never pick up Lost Planet 2 again. I think that uh, I, I've never shelf, done this in... This is our 33, uh, 33rd episode. 33rd we, are, we are a third of a century balls deep in this platforms thing. Mm. And this is the first time I've said it. Do not buy this game. Yeah, and we... Uh, do not buy... I don't care if you like the first we one. Are, we do are not really, buy this game. really sorry, THQ, because we love you guys to bits. But uh, this one will be getting no positive review from us. No. Because... I don't think there is a savable aspect to this game. Do you blame THQ or Capcom, though? Well, well you neither. don't blame THQ because THQ no, I'm not just a distributor. I, yeah, do, do not misunderstand. I'm not blaming them. Yeah. I'm just saying that... Um, you know what I'm saying? It's THQ. Don't take offense. Capcom, go suck a dick. Well, it's <laughs> just... Uh, the, the biggest problem with a game is that you would hope that if somebody makes a sequel, 
that they would at least address the problems in the first one mm. before adding a new component I to thought, the second um, one. And they dealt with none of the problems I thought, of the um, original. I think it was GameSpot uh, said it best where they, they described it as all of the problems of number ones with a whole bunch more. Yeah. And um, that is unfortunately the problem with this. And um, I have to say to Capcom, look, I love Monster Hunter. Most people don't. So that should be you know something to take with you. But um, don't take the aspects of the game and put in like a concept over the top of it because that's what they've tried to do here. They've yeah. separated out the levels in the similar system. Um, this doesn't work because the other game works because each area has a lot to do and 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 it harnesses in itself a whole bunch of possibilities in that one section. I can tell this you, I, I played work. infinitely longer on the original Lost Planet and I did not get any of the mad rage aspects that I did as <laughs> I did in this one. It was just, it really... I don't get what happened with it, to be honest with you. From from when we played it at mm. that playtest to the multiplayer beta to where it got to playing it and having a fucking rage today, it just does not fucking... I don't know what happened there. And stop reading the chat room. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> no, the chat room's gone berserk on this. Yeah, no, I mean, that's... It's all over the place. We've, we've sparked something which has become... Um, which has become quite, I keep glancing over long. and I just see lots of exclamation oh, points. Blazblue has gotten me very close to rage quitting before as well. Um, but that's but, a good... For me, that's a good kind of rage quit. Yeah, it, it, look, there's a difference between being challenged and enjoying what's going on and yeah. rage quitting as opposed to just being like, fuck this fucking piece of shit! Which All is right. what I went through this afternoon. We've done. We've 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 beaten this to death. We've then ashed the corpse. We've then peed on it. So, we've the, done... so, so the summary for the show notes on this is: don't buy this game. Okay, that's the general concept we're trying to get across. I think that's the name for the show. Don't buy, <laughs> don't don't buy this game. Don't buy this game. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we're going. We're going to move out of review here and uh, finish off the show. So, uh, local plugging, guys. Game prawn. You see, I, I I stopped. I stopped. I had to get it right. www.gamepron.com Thank you, Dave. Okay, uh, of course, uh, their site is constantly updating, and they always have their fun Monday uh, things to <laughs> check out. Cytog's got the good one, Lost Interest. <laughs> wow, that's actually really good. Yeah, we might, um, we might use that. We might steal that. Okay, uh, Oxygen, uh, which is the Oz Xbox Community Gamer Network. Uh, these guys are always out there posting up really big reviews. They've just had a new one drop up just recently. I think it was for Prince of Persia. Um, go out, check them out. They're really good at reviewing things. Um, we have, of course, our uh, other podcasts that we're friends with, uh, Oz gamer podcast and of course the game arena podcast both of those guys platform platforms platform. kind of support us we we say kind of support of uh, but they 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 do it in their own way um when they're not drunk when they're not drunk uh we're of course uh going to uh talk about our friday night fights in a minute but we'll just plug ourselves first um we are part of the geek actually podcast network which means that there is more than one show there is of course the geek actually show which goes on saturdays at 12 p.m uh, Absolutely. It, it has um, a whole bunch of This Week in Geek, as Dave uh, has coined it. And uh, it is. Tech. I'm sure it's copywritten by somebody. But Probably, you know. but we're standing <laughs> it anyway. Um, and of course, uh, the movie that we are doing this week is. The Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. Which may be interesting. We'll see whether that will work. And the optimum course. word there is may. I give it the, mum, <laughs> the mummy out of 10. Um, and if all goes well, we will be doing this for our Geek Actually Unofficial Movie Club, which happens at the Randwick Ritz Thursday. Uh, yep. on Thursday. Check the Geek 
Geek actually forums for details on times and so forth. Yeah, it'll be Nine-esque if we can, so you guys should come along to that if you live around the area. Um, That movie will be a lot of fun. And, of course, uh, there is the after show that will follow that show as well. Um, which we never know what's going to happen we never know what's going to happen, <laughs> but that's just the way we like it. Um, okay, and there is, of course, us. Uh, if you like us, then you should do a couple of things for us. Number one is if you can please do us the favor of going to iTunes. Just load it up now. Just go to the search bar uh, on the store and just type in platforms and just give us a feedback rating. And we it actually really helps. do have a new review that to read out this week. Okay, well, while you're getting that together, I'll talk to people about a couple of other things. We, of course, have what you could see up on the screen just then, which was the actual website itself. Um, the website is a new part of um, the actual thing, which is called DLC Live. Um, DLC, uh, the actual website is rawdlc.com. Um, if you guys uh, want to go over and head over there, there is a whole bunch of new articles that have gone up. There will also be an article added by me in the next day or so, which will basically be an opinions piece asking people what their favorite rage quit experience is. Because <laughs> nice. I, think, I think we should call this I, episode Rage Quit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, of course, we have a feedback address. If anything about the show that you like or didn't like or want to comment on, feedback at rawdlc.com. Uh, we are constantly checking that. So if you want to drop us a line, Peter, Please feel free to. And the voicemail line, if you want to send, if you actually want to hear your voice on the show, make it relevant, of course. City number 02801131367. And just to let everyone know, too, uh, on the, uh, the uh, www.rawdlc.com website, uh, we did have the, uh, the first review by Nacho Justice, mm-hmm. uh, who is a, a supremely talented uh, writer. And uh, yeah, look, look uh, keep your eye out because we're going to have. Um, a lot more contributors coming up over the next few weeks. We've oh, yes. got a few. We've uh, got some very exciting ones. We do. We do have uh, uh, quite a few surprises, uh, hopefully coming about into the next week, which we're we're not ready to announce yet. But uh, there will be some surprise contributors, and uh, uh, you can always uh, also look forward to uh, my review of Red Dead Redemption, which will be severely in depth mm-hmm. and uh, possibly raping. Um, now, as far as our <laughs> iTunes review go uh, goes. Uh, it, it's under the title, It's Everything You Want, Plus Beardy. Aww. <laughs> um, which is, uh, I take that as a positive, not a negative, <laughs> the negative response, which is by our good friend in the chat room right now, Gwyn564. Uh, and it uh, said, the show on the 18th, which was the uh, Afterburner show, made me climax. <laughs> <laughs> But seriously, this show is great. The guys cover all the relevant stuff, and if you can handle random tangents, you'll have a good laugh as well. Uh, this is true. Five stars. Thank you, Gwyn. We do appreciate that. It's yep. been a while since we've had a new review. Uh, you guys are slack cunts. Get onto fucking <laughs> iTunes and do something. I think what Dave really means is we love you all, and uh, thank you for coming to watch the show. I think show. I know what I mean. Hey, okay, hey right. Josh speaks Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody speaks Dave. Even Dave doesn't speak Dave. All right, now, one little thing before we head off for the night. We're going to have a little talk about our Friday Night Fights and our new our new Saturday Night Smackdown. That's right. Uh, Dave will run us into some detail on the Saturday Night Smackdowns. The two things we want to talk about um, first up are the Friday Night Fights this week went really well. This was a leaderboard game. Um, if you guys want to check up on that, we are actually starting to incorporate this into the actual site. Yes. And uh, you guys will start getting posts from the actual admin people from though. Um, there'll, there'll probably be a new, um, a new uh, a tab 
on, mm. on the website about that. And uh, also, if you guys aren't members yet of the uh, DLC Crew Forum, we do have a link to that on the uh, website, and we suggest that you guys go over there and have a little bit of a look mm. uh, and uh, join up with the guys. Uh, most of them are in the chat room right now. I yeah. can see Aiden, uh, Alfion, Baggy, Green, uh, Moops, uh, Northy, Cyrus, Psydog. So, I mean, there's a whole whole mass of them. Most of these guys were playing uh, on PS3. Mm-hmm. Um I did play on both nights, on Friday night and Saturday night. Uh, and, uh, yeah, as I stated earlier, I will be selling my 360 copy of uh, Bad Company. Maybe oh. Josh wants to run through yep. um, a bit of that. No, 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 that's fine. Uh, there's uh, The thing I want to remind everyone is uh, any information you need to know about that will be coming up on the actual site, so you'll be able to keep that up to date. Just go to the actual site and either click under the tab. We will be having a new section under the categories as well. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I just want to let everybody know is with Battlefield's new app, coming out which is the uh, onslaught update oh, we will yes. be running a section of that as well that will take a little bit more uh, coordination than our usual situations because it is a four-player experience but we will be grabbing as many people as we can and we'll be still running these the same way we will just be splitting into four-player squads uh, this will probably be me and Sai organizing this so basically you'll be put into a four-person squad you will go off and play as that group and we may change them up as the night goes along uh, I've got a feeling that uh, Snake Oz and I will tandem it on PS3 mm-hmm. as well, starting up our own squad. Seemed to work out quite well, I think, over both nights. Yep. There were uh, uh, eight to ten players on both, which yep. was uh, a great little match. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to keep going about the uh, Saturday Night Smackdown, yeah, which, yeah, was, um, which was a huge amount of fun. Uh, a big ups to the uh, two who was there. Aiden was there, Gwyn was there. Um, uh, yeah, Northeast stuck his head in. Moops did. Uh, Psydog. And uh, and Snake and my good buddy Itchy Soul, hmm. we had a awesome time after uh, we finished uh, a little five on five rush, which uh, always favours attackers because <laughs> seventy five tickets to take out when there's only five people defending is fucking hard. <laughs> I don't care how ninja you are, but um, the joy of this uh, was the rapening, as it has been called, afterwards, <laughs> where uh, eight of us actually got into a conquest game all on the same side. And I think we had, uh, it was like 10 versus 10. And uh, I think we had a run of about 10 games where we were best squad every game. We smashed them into, it got to a point where they did not have a single respawn point. We were just running around their home base with two tanks and I, uh, I, I promised him I'd say this. I invoked the spirit of Nacho Justice running around with nothing but a knife or a repair tool. I didn't even have a weapon drawn. I was just running around with the repair tool going, dun, 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 dun. take that bitch. <laughs> the whole around. concept of killing somebody with a weapon like that is incredibly macabre. It was awesome. And the funniest thing was that, um, <laughs> that uh, unfortunately Snake Oz couldn't get into either of our squads. Uh, so he ended up being on the enemy uh, on the other side. And I'd like to thank Snake personally for helping me get that Etu Brute uh, trophy, which is stab a friend five times <laughs> trophy. Because if it wasn't for him, I would not have got that. And, uh, and I did actually pull off what is known uh, through Nacho and I as uh, the McConaughey. Mm. Now, uh, if you don't know what the McConaughey is, I'll break it down to you. Uh, if you've ever seen the glorious film called Reign of Fire, uh, there is a scene... You people disgust me. That's the one. <laughs> there is a beautiful, beautiful uh, moment where uh, McConaughey, towards the end, brandishes an axe and jumps 
onto a dragon. <laughs> that is known as the McConaughey. Now, I saw a sniper in a corner while we were going through the rapening. So I ran at this sniper and then jumped as I felt he may have been shooting at me. Jumped over the bullet and pulled out my knife midair and stabbed him in the head and shouted, McConaughey! As I did it. <laughs> and it just happened to be Snake <laughs> the other end of it. So uh, that, was, uh, that was by far the highlight. It was a, an immense amount of fun. I'd like to thank everybody who turned up. Mm. Uh, we had a great time. I do believe that uh, Moopy Doo was uh, the winner that night. All of the... Um, yeah, Snake kept sending messages going, everyone's having snake kebabs tonight. <laughs> but um, there, are, there are links if you go to the DLC crew, you'll be able to see the leaderboards there. And uh, Snake has sent me all the information. I'll probably be throwing up a post onto the uh, DLC website. That's www.rawdlc.com uh, over the next day or so. All right. Uh, well, listen, guys, we're going to get out of here because, as usual, we're over time. So um, thank you for showing up. Uh, don't forget, come and see us on either Thursday night or watch the show on Saturday. Uh, we will see you guys all later. Peace out. Seacrest out. <laughs>